2: progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law that's a bad shot i care
3: what
0: anybody says that's a bad shot Uh, but that story won't be told that it was a bad shot Tied at 115, crown rising to the feet. George will defend Lillard. After a week of sports that could drive a sane person crazy, two men arrive in the wee hours of a Sunday to provide clarity, truth, and questionable sports takes. Spread floor. Lillard with 47 tonight. Working it down to two to one. A deep three. Oh! What? This is Sports Sunday. A recap of the sports week, a preview of today's games, and next week's big stories. Damian Lillard from way downtown! Now, here are Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher with Sports Sunday on the Odyssey app and 1080. I mean, that's a bad shot. The fans. Welcome in
4: Sports Sunday, Joe Fisher, Rashad Taylor, we got Jordan Schultz across the glass. No got, hat today for we Jordan? Yeah, I guess not. I love it, man. No, I decided to go you got a real, hair.
3: You got a real Sean McVay thing kind of happening uh, right there. I like it. Just we've, not as
5: rich as him.
4: We've got Joey Fisher four chilling in the studio on the iPad, just chilling, hanging out, playing God knows what.
3: I'm I pretty sure it's 2K.
4: Yeah, it's probably some Rocket League or something like that is my guess. But uh, we, should be, uh, we should be... Addicted to the show. We should be outside playing sports with the kids. Or at least playing golf with me. God. It's what if,
3: 48 if, degrees. You know, but you know, you know what, You know Jordan? You're a little younger. But there was a time that that didn't matter how damn cold you it know, was outside. We I- were We were actively outside.
4: I, I think I'm going to blow your mind here, but I'm pretty sure that I am the youngest on this show still, and Jordan's got yeah. me by like three, four
5: years. Yeah, yeah I'm 34, but Oh I'm no, we well, are right there then. I was out <laughs> on the playground and out I mean I had a hoop in my driveway like anybody else. I was drinking water from, from the
3: hose in the spigot. No. Nothing better than that, that and to, to this day Till this day, Thanks, there's Joe. nothing better than ho- uh, water from the hose. It's, it's that's a solid. A, that's a 100%. Oh yeah, we had the sort couch
5: of, rough in high school for football.
3: Yeah, there, there's some sort of mineral or
4: something within the hose in that water line. That's, that's why we were tough. Right. It hits nothing different. Like, nothing
3: like COVID was hitting us back then. Like, that's why we were drinking water straight out of the hose. It had been sitting there literally an entire year. Turned In a hose. On, we let it run for about 30, 40 seconds and then, OK, it's 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 safe to drink now. But think about this, fellas, before we really get into it. And I think I think about this all the time. When was the last time you saw a group of kids outside playing?
4: Oh, hmm. Like, really getting after it? Seriously,
3: like, whether you drove down the street and there was a bunch of kids in the, in the middle of the street playing football or playing basketball or, you know, just running around on bike, when was the last time you saw three or more kids outside playing?
4: You know, besides Joey's birthday party, which is a special occasion, you right. know, and it's like all the homies are together. They play video games all the time anyways. so at that point it was like, well, let's go outside and play some football, you know. But other than that, just, like, driving down the road in a neighborhood, it's, yeah, you don't really... Don't see it.
3: Going to the park. How many times you just see kids just playing in the park, playing football or something like that? We were gone. Our parents, my parents, forced me out of the house. My mom, my grandparents, you're not staying here. What, I've, I've what are you doing this. here right now? It's Saturday at like 11 o'clock. I'm like, I'm watching wrestling, watching TV. Like, no. Hell, you are. Get out. <laughs> Go outside. Go do something. You're not going to sit here all day. See? And then here's the rub. They would also say this. You're not going to run back and forth in my house all day. So pick one. Like, I can't, <laughs> if I leave, I have to, like, stay gone until the streetlights come on. But if I come home at some point or do it twice, then guess what? Sit still. The next Don't time move. I'm, Don't I'm
4: think. Staying in the house, man. I, um, yeah, I, I lived on a pretty solid uh, little cul-de-sac growing up in Tualatin up until eighth grade. So it was, you know, just off the off the path of the main roads and it was a solid, it was a solid cul-de-sac to play some football, ride the bikes around, set up some ramps, you know, there wasn't a lot of cars hockey.
3: You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh yeah.
4: We did street hockey. We did everything in that cul-de-sac. Um, so I, I don't know, maybe neighborhood, you know, if you're on a busy street, like I said, we, there was no one coming down uh Nez Pierce court in Tualatin. We, we ran amuck through that street. So, um, but yeah, you're absolutely right. I, I feel like I don't see that gang of kids outside. Um, just, Get,
3: getting into good trouble. We all played football in the street. Graffiti right? up a building, uh, yeah. break to a the, couple you, windows. You, you on. The, the red SUV is Breaking is, is uh is a first down, you know. Yeah. Uh mm-hmm. uh the black suburban over there, that's the touchdown right there. Like that's that's how we do two two completions is a first down, right? You know what I mean? That's the way that we used to play those games, Joey. That's like that's how that's how real kids Full got head. down.
4: To his defense, I will say that uh I hear of the battles out at the recess soccer field, and it sounds like they're they're getting it in. They're having some battles out That's at awesome. recess. It That's it's, awesome. That's
3: yeah, awesome. Yeah, my my son often tells me about you know playing basketball at recess or. Doing something. Comes home musty. I'm like, bro, why do you, why do you smell like that? Like, what's the problem?
5: <laughs> got to establish that, uh, here. that social Ew. currency at recess. Man, Are you kidding but, me? Hey, if you're doing well at sports at recess, your, your kids it, oh, no, you're to think that's true. no, you're
4: a man. You know, yeah. people, big, big can,
3: people can see it. And so.
4: Oh, Joey's always coming back telling me how many goals he got and yeah, his performance on the day. Yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing. Um, man, I, I, I don't know about you guys, but. I, I know there's a lot of sports going on, Jordan, as you mentioned before the show. But with the Masters, my mind has just been completely gone from everything else. And a round of golf yesterday, like, it's it's tough. Like, like this morning, I had to wake up a little bit earlier and kind of catch up. I'm like, what the hell's going on with the world? Because I also went to <laughs> – Rashad, you're going to be mad at me. Let's hear it. I went to a movie last night at a movie theater. This guy. This guy. <laughs> it, uh,
5: what was Wick. it, with the, with the kid or it was Mario. Yeah, Mario. see, there you go. So, you
4: got right. you gotta go see. Well, Mario. again, I we, what was this last week or the week before. It's a me. <laughs> it was uh, you were trying to say, hey, we should go see Air in the movie theater, and I was just like, I'm not doing that. I'm not about that. I was like,
3: I just don't go to movies. And They're just stupid like, to me, <laughs> you know. I don't. Well, okay, I people didn't go that go to movies, movies are just kind of dumb. I didn't look go that you, far. Then look at you.
4: But we went and watched uh, Mario. But again, like it was kind of wham bam this whole. I mean, Friday night we were a little busy. We were a little busy on Friday night. <laughs> Friday night, Rashad and uh, our boys and uh, uh, a couple of my friends. We had a busy Friday night going to SmackDown, so it was just from Friday at like three o'clock to essentially this morning at seven a.m. It was a it
3: was a blur. It was a blur. It was. It was. And I think you're. Don't, I don't want you to undersell SmackDown. While the show was okay. <laughs> right at from best, a card and matchup perspective best, show from a card and matchup perspective was okay uh our seats were primo uh they were we literally met jordan we sat behind the the bell keep the, the the timekeeper and the announcers and stuff like that it was like man number one the bell i could i took a picture of it the you could see the bell right, right right in there. front of me it was like oh crap so you, you guys are getting
5: hit with sweat and blood that's oh so, yeah awesome. like, real real sweat and
3: blood it. like and uh, I was kind of making this point to Joe as some of the you know some of the competitors were coming out. I was like, bro, these are big ass dudes. Bro. Yeah, up close. <laughs> well, they're, they're like, s- specimens, these, like, right. I mean, even, the, even the people that are s- the small guys, right? The Rey Mysterios. You see Still him in person. Specimens. It's like Rey Mysterios yoked, man. Like that's that's super super crazy. Rhea Ripley, who's the women's champion, uh, I think she kind of had us all a little kind of captivated. I think we all kind of looked at each other. Go, hey, mommy, Rhea though. Mommy? Mommy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she has these, like, these delts and lats and, you know what I'm saying, traps what? and everything like that. That's it's hot. like, bro, like, although I think every one of us would have like, man, she could pin me down anytime. Yep. You know?
5: One, two, three.
4: Four, uh, five, six, seven, seven eight, eight, twelve.
3: Nine, go for it. <laughs> I mean,
5: once you're up close to next to either men or women athletes, especially specimens They're like different. that, you just you're like, all right, I see why everybody wants it. Mm, you okay? Well, all right,
4: I, I get and, it. And that's the thing is, like, when I look at myself in the mirror every morning, I'm like, dude, I get it. You know, it's just like, look at that eight pack. Look at the just the chiseled pecs right now. It's just, it's a tough life, guys. I've, al- that much. I've
3: always kind of felt like, and this is weird. Like, as far as like supreme athletes, I've always felt it was basketball players. And um pro wrestlers and then baseball players. Those are the people like as far as like looks and everything like that. Number mm-hmm. one, they're most of them are in impeccable shape. Most of them, yeah. Pretty, you know, pretty tough. Baseball players are all real rangy, tall, sisters. And that foot didn't three. used to be true. Baseball players jumped
5: ahead of football players, oh, I think, absolutely. on your list in the last absolutely. decade or so. You know,
3: but it's one of the things, but once basketball players retire, and once wrestlers retire, they balloon. Yeah. Once football players retire they shrink. They Jeff Saturday themselves. Uh, Mark Schlereth. Remember Mark how Schereth. big he used to be and then all of a sudden he got off, you know, stopped playing football. One of those things, man.
4: Yeah. It was a great weekend. And so now I uh use this morning to really catch up and you know, keeping an ear to the ear to the people, seeing what was going on on the streets and uh there's definitely a lot going on as far as I know. Um, an NBA regular season is coming to an end today. That is one thing. Uh, the there was regu- a
3: basketball season?
4: <laughs>
5: yeah. It's funny how
3: Did much... the Blazers
5: play? Yeah. Uh, they're gonna. 17-point dogs. I That's
4: believe right. every single team is playing today in the NBA. Uh, we'll get to that at some point because there are some playoff implications in some of those. Um, one team that doesn't have any playoff implications, well, two teams, is the Portland Trail Blazers. Nothing happening there. But another team that is uh, <laughs> the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, they've had a, quite, a, quite the last couple months now and uh we're gonna get to that whole situation because i put it as a poll question on the 1080 the fan twitter page would you rather be a mavericks fan or a blazers fan right now at this point in time hold your thoughts jordan hold your thoughts rashad because we will get to that at some point uh also have um some masters talk i want to talk about just see where things are at we are we've been having a crazy weather uh, weekend at the at Augusta, trees falling down, just absolute madness, but not as crazy as what's happening at the top of the leaderboard. We'll want to talk about Tiger Woods. We'll get to plenty of stuff today, but uh, I say we first uh, start down in Dallas is where I'd like to go because, dear God, um, as much as we can talk about... Successful teams going to the playoffs and everything—it's hard to avoid talking about the absolute dumpster fire down in Dallas. So that's where that's where I'd like to go first, and at least we're talking about the Mavericks and not the Cowboys being a dumpster fire, huh? I think we're
3: all used to we that. Should talk to both. I think, yeah, I think both conversations—a nice change are, you know, of pace for me. Yeah, I think overall <laughs> Dallas is pretty terrible. Uh, a big are, letdown. Hey, the Stars
5: are
4: pretty good. I'm pretty sure.
3: Well, and this, at least this is a the
5: situation. I think so. This is a situation where we have to talk about be- it, this going on. I'm not going to give it away, but but usually it's just like, oh, the Cowboys, could they be good? No. And it's ESPN shoving it down your throat. So this is, I, I like this conversation coming up, Joe.
4: Dallas Stars, 44-21-14, and 14. 102 points. They're definitely going into the Stanley Cup playoffs. Which uh, also start here soon. Kraken are as well, I believe, for I you local that. NHL Dude. fans.
5: Good for you, Kraken.
4: Yeah, good for you, crackheads out there. Oh yeah, I see that X. I see that playoff berth next to tonight next to their name. Very nice. All right. Uh, text line is five zero three eight six four six fan. We already have a text in. We bought a house on a cul de sac specifically for this, and I'm happy to say that I regularly regularly see and hear kids outside playing in the street. That's awesome. Cul de sac. That's
5: awesome. That's the Did move. Did you guys? Just run into other kids' houses when you were kids? Because that oh, was the thing. If yeah. I was on a cul-de-sac, it was just like anybody groups together, you'd run into the closest house, whether yeah. it be
3: mine. Oh, things. yeah, sure. Just take
4: a break, water break, get yep. back outside. Yeah, for sure. Uh Also, hit us up on the socials. Joe Fish 3 F-I-S-C-H. Rashad is at TaylorMade 503, and Jordan is Jordan on the air?
5: On the air, Jordan. On the, not, air Jordan. on the air, Jordan. Yeah, like Air Jordan, but on the on air, the jo- air Jordan.
4: D-O-N- the Dawn. It should probably just be the Dawn. I like that too. You know someone's got that though on Twitter. No, that's all right. It, the Don is the Don taken Dawn is definitely taken away. <laughs> Underscore numbers or something. <laughs> all right. Let's head down to the state of Texas and Dallas and look at that uh <laughs> there's so many different adjectives you can come up with to describe this Dallas Maverick situation because boy, it's uh it's bad. We get to that here on Sports Sunday on ten eighty the fan.
1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today.
0: You're listening to Sports Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan.
4: 503-864-6-FAN. That's 503-864-6326 to interact with us throughout the show. Um, also threw up a poll question. Would you rather be a Blazers fan or a Mavericks fan right now? You both missed the playoffs,
3: but uh, what situation would you rather be in right now? Yeah, it's, I don't know. For me, it's pretty easy, but we'll, at least right now, it's kind of easy. I yeah, mean, we'll, we'll see if we can polish
4: either of these turds, huh?
5: <laughs> I, I'd at least say that as a Blazers fan, I feel like uh, as you set this topic up, my GM respects me a little bit more as a fan than the management of Mavs fans oh, uh, okay. towards them. I don't know. that if, if you have to spin that turd a certain way. Well, let's, uh, let's, let's say Cronin the, loves us a little bit more here in Portland.
3: Uh, okay. let's,
4: let's set the table of the situation, shall we? Uh, Kyrie, what? He was traded to Dallas at the deadline around then. Uh, so that was about two months ago. And listen, it was the Nets thing was falling apart. Something had to be done there. And everybody had been clamoring all year about Luca needing to get some help. Well, they got him his help. And from that point, I believe the Mavericks record when they traded for Kyrie Irving, they went a solid at nine and 17. Um, still trying to find it that the exact record, but Uh, Rashad, you did correct me before the show that Kyrie and Luka had played together for about 16 of those games. But records aside, this did not go according to plan at all. I mean, when you have a player like Luka Doncic and you make a trade like this, you are expecting to not only just make the playoffs but improve your team and be a top team in the West Mm – and this is a team, the Dallas Mavericks, that were in the Western Conference Finals just last year. I mean, that they did, they punked the Phoenix Suns. And Luca is like grimacing, growling at the Suns, like just destroyed them. And now this team is the 11th seed, the 12th, whatever the hell they are in the Western Conference. It's, um, it's one of the more amazing, like, falls from Grace's. And, uh, you know, I, we talked about this before the show. Uh, Kyrie is obviously going to get some blame on this, probably more than is justified, because there's a lot of people to blame in this situation. Nobody is really, uh, you know, their hands are free of this at all.
3: No, it's a uh, it's a sticky situation in Dallas because <laughs> on the on the one hand, he's Kyrie Irving, right? He's he's going to help your team. Listen, like he's. Uh, uh, sorry,
4: I was just gonna say with Kyrie, I have never had a player that I've loved his game more on the court, but like disliked off of the court. Like that that disparity between the two. I don't know if there's ever been a player with that big of a gap for me because mm-hmm. I love his game.
3: Oh no, his offensive bag is he cooks. through the roof. Like there's nothing that he can't can't do. Yeah. You know, his bigger bag than Santa on on any given night there's nothing that Kyrie can't do offensively put the ball on the ground dribble past you cross you up step back what too good once he gets to the rim there's nothing you can do about him well let's just be real man Kyrie's not a winner he's not he's 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 never been a winner he didn't win at Duke for the little time that he played there he won as a Cavalier yes it took LeBron making just an improbable and almost impossible chase down block for them to get back you know, into that game and for Kyrie to make that big shot, which was a huge shot, ginormous shot. But that's what we're going to point to for his entire career. But it was really LeBron that led every score, every rebounder, every you know assist leader. He was all that stuff. It wasn't really Kyrie. Right. Was he there? Did he do his thing? Absolutely he did. So I'm not going to take that away from you. Huge part, but they're not but, there without LeBron. But when you ask a question about would I rather be – the Blazers or the Mavericks. I'm going to say the Mavericks fan right now because guess what? The Mavericks are at least going for it. They're making swings. They're taking swings, striking out, but they're taking swings. You go out and get a a Christian Wood when the season starts, that's telling me, man, I'm looking to win right now. You make a big trade and you trade Dorian Finney-Smith and you also trade uh, Spencer Dimwitty to get Kyrie Irving. That's called making a swing. That's called, man, going for it now as opposed to the Blazers, who are not going for it at all? Who, if you're telling me they got, there are certain teams that got Kyrie. Kyrie got, I don't want to dismiss Spencer Dinwiddie because I think he's really good. I think uh, them. Finney Smith, I think, is very good.
4: I don't mind them going for that trade. I don't like them having Dinwiddie a part of that because he no, was of huge course. off like, the bench for Dimwitty them.
3: Dinwiddie so. is a, a stud. He was a stud when he played for Brooklyn the first time. He got traded in and, and limited minutes, was still good having a guy like a ball-centric guy like Kyrie or Luka takes opportunities away from you. Mm -hmm. And now you see Brooklyn spreading the ball around and a whole bunch of people are killing right now, which is why they're going to the playoffs. And... Dallas is not
5: the problem with Dallas, though, and I'll admit it. I got to eat a little bit of crow here when Kyrie was traded to the Mavs. I'm like, uh, they look maybe like a dark horse now in the West. I was wrong. OK, I, I kind of bought onto that train. And yeah, Kyrie's good on the court, but I do think some of his stuff off the court may be causing a little bit of a rift in the locker room. But it's not just that they had no supporting cast for Luka beforehand they traded a couple of their good pieces jalen brunson Kyrie let anyways. him go exactly letting jalen brunson go last offseason the mavs were already a couple of bullets short to start the season 2022 2023 anyways right so Kyrie was supposed to make up for what the three missing pieces off the bench for the mavs as well no that wasn't going to happen i can't believe i bought into that as well so to put it on solely Kyrie or solely Luca is a vast mistake. But organizationally, it's a problem when you just quit. I think you guys, Joe Rashad, what you guys are thinking about the Mavs as an organization right now and the decision down from the top, that is a bad look. And that's why I think it's better to be a Blazers fan because Cronin would never do that. If the Blazers had a shot still, they would be going for it. And I think that's very, that's just disingenuous to your paying customers. I see both
4: sides of this because, Rashad, I hear you on it. It's like at least they are they give an F. At least they have an owner that wants to make trades and cares about the team and shows that he cares and doesn't just wear a Blazers uh, starter jacket at courtside to make it seem like they care every once in a while. And so I, I hear you on that is that right now as a Mavericks fan, you're like the world is on fire. We're going to do we have to sign Kyrie re-sign Kyrie and then Luka is going to want to trade and then that's who we are now like
3: I'd love to have that problem though. I'd exact- love to be in a situation where we say, man, we've got two superstars. Who do we want to keep happiest? Who do we want to we have two not even super two all-star superstar caliber players. Who do we what do we want to do? How do we want to work this out as opposed to saying, how the hell do we get another star to come here? Well, the problem we- is we've had Damian Lillard for 10 years, one of the most beloved players In all of sports, there's no I've never met a a single person that's ever told me, I can't stand Dame. Dame gets on my nerves. I don't like I don't like his game. I've never met a sports fan, I've never heard a personality say, like, I can't stand Damian Lillard. Maybe skip Bayless, but even then that was just that was just some hate stuff. And that's just kind of what he does. So everybody loves Dame, yet and still nobody wants to come here and play. Nobody wants to come and play with this great players. Embiid said the other day, I would love to play with him. He didn't mean here in Portland. He he would love for him to come to Philly and play with him there because he's not going to Portland to do that. And so, yes, when you live in a place like Dallas, when you have the star just right around the corner from you and everything, you're able to get an influx of free agents. And people are like, yes, I want to go there. But as a Blazer fan, just because of where we are, no, no one's ever going to come here. And that's just what I I can say that now with confidence. It's been for me 30 years as a Blazer fan, 33 years. Yeah, nobody's coming here.
5: There was an instance uh, where I would say one of those untouchable guys or guys that you would really always want you know, on other teams that you've seen going for a championship came here, and that was Jamal Crawford. Uh, later in his career, <laughs> but that went terribly for him. I, you know, Pairing up with LaMarcus at that point, I thought it was good for him. I think it was super early in Dame's career or maybe right before he got here when Jamal was here, but
3: that lasted like half a season. No, it wasn't good. It went good. terribly. It wasn't good. And the word got out. And, and, and so so there we are. Like, And this is how people overall feel uh, about Portland, professional athletes. So, yeah, they're not coming here. So, yes, would I rather be in a situation like Dallas where I know, man, we've had a championship within the past, you know, decade and a half or, you know, whatever the case is. They've had multiple star players not play for them while we're still going off of Brandon Roy, LaMarcus Aldridge, and Damian Lillard. Those are our three. For the past 20 years, those have been the three guys – that have really moved the needle. And then you look at Dallas, and in the past 20 years, they've had Jason Kidd, they've had Dirk Nowitzki, they've had uh, Luka Doncic, they've had Kyrie Irving, they've had Jalen Brunson, they've had stars on their team can we say the same
5: and, We cannot. And, and then dumb point just to add a uh, cherry on top to your argument. Cause I totally agree with what you're saying. Rashad has the Blazers locker room speaking of Roy and, and Aldridge in those days, has the Blazers locker room increased in size, like at all square footage since those days? Probably not. Are you serious? This is a professional organization. We're talking about a tiny locker room with lacking facilities. Yeah. You're not going to draw a big star here at all.
4: Ever. Well, to bring it back to Dallas, um, You're saying like, oh, well, I have the choice of both these stars. Like, all right, so Kyrie, who's how old and has shown that he can't lead a team by himself. So if you want to, you know, hang your hat on that team, go ahead. Be the Mavericks led by Kyrie Irving. If you want to say, all right, well, Luca's our dude. He's obviously homegrown. We need to keep him at all costs. Perfect. Cool. So all those assets you got to build a team around him. Oh, you don't have those anymore, and you don't really have any players that – okay, have fun doing the exact same thing next year as you just did last year where you have Luca and nobody else. So I hear it's like, oh, we got these two great players we can choose from. I don't think that team is going to be any different well, next I'll, year. I'll
3: say this. I'll say this. With Luca and very little around him, he's been in the playoffs almost every year. He's been able to be, right. make, you mentioned, made it to the conference finals pretty much on his lonesome uh Last year, and oh, well,
4: he didn't because he had
3: Jalen Brunson. So, he did, I mean, j- excuse me. Yeah, <laughs> Jalen Brunson was a huge part. And mind you, somebody we don't talk enough about. Well, Jalen Brunson went to New York. Should have been an All Star this year. I don't know how he got snubbed and wasn't an All Star, averaging 26 points on the season and wasn't an All Star. Well, Crazy. it's funny.
4: I I asked my buddies the other night. I was just like, how does I was like, who plays? I was like, who's a great player that would play well with Luka Doncic? And one of them goes, Jalen Brunson. <laughs> yeah and it's like, yeah yeah they but kinda, also you get a F chance that up.
3: you get a chance to get a Super max somewhere, like you you typically take that, yeah, and especially when you're talking about man, a chance to change the Knicks, which he's over there doing, like the, you gotta think of all the endorsements that are coming with you being on the Knicks and being good for the Knicks, say what we want to about the Knicks and Lakers. Yes, we believe they suck, you know, or whatever, this franchise. But, yo, they're still the Knicks and the Lakers. They're still the Cowboys, regardless of how bad they do on any particular season. They're still the Yankees. Like, there's something to be said to play for that brand. All right, going to take a quick commercial break. We'll take
4: a look at these uh, this poll result, see if we got any text. Yeah, let us know what you think. 503-864-6326. That is our text line. Would you rather be a Blazers fan right now or a Mavs or Mavericks fan. Uh who the hell do the Blazers even play today? Golden State 12:30. There Tight. we go. Tight.
2: Sweet.
3: I'm starting for them today. You know that right? Golden State or for the, the Blazers? Blazers? Yeah. Yeah,
4: they, yeah. They,
3: they they asked if I could I'm get a few minutes the in.
4: They asked if I could get a few minutes in. I'm like, "No, nah, it's Master Sunday. I got some I got some family stuff I got to go to." Jonathan
5: Williams and Skylar Mays are on top of the world right now. Is
4: though. it I thought it was Jonathan
5: is it Jonathan? I think it's Janathan,
4: which I prefer, but G- I, Gina, I I'm also down with Janathan. I'm not.
5: No, because that's how I, that's how it looks. Yeah. So it I does. It's never heard. of it J
4: e e n a t a. Yeah. Think yeah. It's two E's. I think so it's I,
5: I'm sorry that I screwed that up.
4: I feel G-nathan. really bad now. Jonathan. Well, honestly, Danny Moraine was, <sighs> so tweeting, out, Danny Moraine was tweeting out okay, names I'm last week. I'm glad, Rashad, week. you're saying it's bad.
5: That makes me feel a little bit better. <laughs> Ferguson. That is pretty Shaw Ferguson. Uh, no, Danny Forgot was tweeting
4: him. out some names from the Blazer game last week, and I was like, "This, this ain't a real name. This guy's made up. This is not. Skylar May and Jonathan was like Look, nah, these- Duke well, Marriott.
5: I know about <laughs> Skylar May's. I remember him in the draft a couple years ago, but Jonathan now and I gotta tell Rob that it's not Jonathan it's Jonathan, because Rob was saying it wrong all week too on Primetime.
4: I mean, it's quite the name. It definitely is. What did you say? Lester Hadunkachud. <laughs> what are oh. some of the key <laughs> what are some of the key and peel names? Yep. Dan Smith.
5: Yeah. BYU. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Aquarius, Desquandrius, Daquarius. Like, they, yeah. they go they go hard. It's funny.
4: The Jackson, the fourth, the fifth, or something like that. Um, all right. 503 864 6326. Fan text line. Who'd you rather be a fan of? And, uh, yeah, we'll keep this conversation going. We also got some playoffs, uh, implications to talk about today. Uh, Jordan, I don't know if you got that quote from Jason Quid, uh, Jason Kidd about, uh, how they ended the season, but, um, if not, you should listen to that yourself out there because my God, that is a quite a damning quote from a coach about his organization clearly wanting to tank. So we will get to that a little bit more. NBA playoffs. Plenty to get to here on Sports Sunday, but first, Jordan Schultz
1: with Sports Center Update. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai
0: Sunday with Rashad and Joe on Portland's Sports Leader, 1080, The Fan. That's
4: right. Get with it or get lost, nerd. You jabronis. All right. So Blazer season is over. Well, not really, but what? They play at 1230 today. Thank God. I know, seriously. Yeah, let's, this let's was the most brutal season. Company. It's been, it's been. A, rough this was a, this was year. Like, a Last year we could accept it because we're like, hey, we're we're due for one of these.
3: You know, Dame was hurt. Like you missed half the season. Okay, like this cool. Like this is honestly as I'm as I'm thinking and, you know, uh, I'm gonna let you finish. You know, Joe, but uh, this was one of the worst. I-, I can't remember a season that was this bad when you had a star player kind of a quasi you know up and coming star player and on paper like at least for per the first 10 games of the season the blazers looked like a formidable team in the west right and then yeah. something just happened and they never looked as good as they did for the first <laughs> 7 8 games this well, well, they got
5: exposed they just didn't have enough yeah they uh,
4: it's hard to go back well I am going back it's hard to think of when
3: the worst season is besides last year um, there were some I years mean, that going to the Motor Center like all those 100 level seats are just open. Like, quite
4: honestly, it's probably we just walk down there and sit down. Like okay, it's it's probably the year before Dame got or the Dame's rookie year, just because they were 33 and 49. I mean, it could have been the last year of the Nate McMillan experience with Caleb Canales. I mean,
5: yeah, like Sebastian Telfair, yeah, like years. I mean that, that those were some. That bad was
3: that's probably times. the the that's Jailblazer and to the mo
5: cheeks like Kevin Pritchard
3: 0506 Blazers yeah,
5: 21 and sixty.
3: That's the and yeah. I think that's the That's the Sebastian Telfair
4: team.
5: That might be the Telfair team Is right that before Jarrett he was Jack drafted on yep. that team. That, yep. I think Jarrett Jack was on that team. Was, Jack. was that after uh they traded Rashid Wallace for Sharif
3: Abdul-Rahim? Yes, cuz the uh, He was cause... not
4: on that team. Uh Zach Randolph was on that ah, team.
3: Ah, so they had already let him go. So she, Theo, he, Theo Ratliff Theo, but they kept Theo around. To me, losing Rasheed is when everything fell apart. Yeah. So I remember Sheed gets traded, Zach Randolph jumps in, and the Blazers actually I don't know if you guys remember this. Uh. We're playing Dallas in the first round. And um we're down 3-0. 3-0. three oh. Three oh. I was at that. Zach Randolph brings game us six. back. Excuse me. Yeah, Zach Randolph brings us back and we end up going to game seven. Game like, seven. Which was which was And that's when I was like, okay, Zach Randolph is our guy now. Like, we can pinpoint all these moments to where it was like, okay, changing of the guard type thing. The, when when Dane became our guy, it was the game that Kobe, it was like his rookie year against Kobe. And Kobe put up like 47 and like, you know, five assists. And Dane put up 39 or something like that and was killing. It was like, okay, he's our guy now. We can forget about Brandon Roy. You know that part's that part's over.
4: So I wanted to go back and just double check history because uh, I do remember that Maverick series that you're talking about, but I definitely don't remember Zach Randolph. That was Rasheed Wallace. That oh, she? It, no,
5: it was still sheet. Was it still sheeted? That it was, was the end of the sheet yeah. game area era, and that was actually the first year they expanded the first round of the playoffs to seven games.
3: Yes. So. Zach, I remember Zach Very Randolph early. killing that series. Like
4: I can't be nope. no, no. Next year Zach Randolph no. got on the team, but uh Wait, really. 100%. You're right. You know, cuz I remember not, I remember seeing a picture Western of Oregon. I remember seeing a picture of Rashid in the Oregonian when they were making the comeback and just like they were talking about how the game 7 was coming up and there was a picture of him and I was like, "Oh my god, are they going to do it?" And and no, they did. And then no, they, they, yeah. They, they I was didn't. so okay. disappointed. I do
3: I do remember that now.
4: But okay. uh we, we got the Mavericks back, right? By giving them a being the most competitive team against them during their final run,
3: right? No. That was all Brandon is that, Roy. Is that that a, was all that was all, Brand- hat on? that was all Brandon Roy. That oh, was his that swan was song that what was that that game 4 or game
5: you know Game 4 5 26 points I think or 23 in the fourth quarter that was Oh my god to be in that building that was like a religious
4: experience then he he had the game
3: winner on the game before that right? It got something on the text line. I'd rather be a Mavericks
4: fan. Their owner is still alive to care. Wow. Ouch. Wow. Ho ho. Dang. Dang. Jeez, Paul Allen just catching
5: strays from the grave. Yeah, we don't Um, know what's going on with Jody.
4: Plus five years from now, their team will still be located in its current city. Our kinky, self-absorbed trustee will either move the Blazers to Seattle or sell out to a group that will move the team. Paul Allen had survived. He would have fired Neil O'Shea before he drove the team into the ground. P1
3: Ken.
5: Damn. Very good. He
4: one Ken. Been. He's Come, right. He's saucy
5: heat. on a Sunday morning.
3: Coming with the heat. He's, yeah. not, he's not wrong, though.
5: He get a Bloody Mary because uh, that is that is a no filter
4: take. That's right a lot right of Tabasco in that one. A lot of Tabasco, a lot of pepper, a lot of vodka. Um, no, but, yeah, he's not wrong. He, again, he brought up your point. Their owner, not the alive part, but still cares. I mean, he clearly is invested in that team in it performing well. And, Quite frankly, it's like when you think about the Mavericks and Mark Cuban, it's like, yeah, it looks really bad right now. But you could see them in two, three years, like somehow finding a way out of this and like
3: oh, Mavericks are uh, in the playoffs. You know again, what I and- think? I, I honestly feel like there's not having another professional team here hurts us a lot uh, yeah, because there's, a there's no competition. There's no there's no incentive for us to be great here in Portland because what else are you going to do? What else are you going to watch? You're going to really drive all the way to Seattle well, 6 eight, 8 weeks out of the year to go to the to go to Seahawks games and well, some of us, you know, are. Go
4: 21 and 61 and then see what the uh, management and front office Guess what doing. they'll
3: do? Absolutely nothing. You get lucky enough or you hopefully you have somebody smart enough to say, uh we we'll, we want Brandon Royer. We'll draft Randy Foy to trade in for that guy or we didn't really want Tyrus Thomas. We'll trade him up for LaMarcus Aldridge. Like, we have somebody smart enough to make those moves. Great. Doesn't seem like that's the case right now. And so I don't, we don't really know as Blazer fans like what we're what to expect, you know, anymore. But we at least know cities that the, the reason they bang on the Knicks so bad is because you have teams around and end up becoming good for a little bit. If The Yankees are good or, you know, let's say the Jets or Giants. It's been a while since they've been good, but the Rangers are good. Yeah. So you need to be competitive with them with Portland. like There's no reason for us to be overly competitive because what else are you going to do?
4: And Rashad, just so um, just so I can eat some crow with you. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach Randolph, he was on that team. Yeah, he was a bench warmer. <laughs> no,
3: he's on the team. He backed up sheet. <laughs> no, no it, she, yeah. In
4: that was. series, I'm looking at that series because also let's uh, be real. I was 10 and 11 years old when that happened, so uh, memory not the best. Uh, Zach Randolph, he was starting in that series. It looked like a few times. 34 minutes. Rashid was on that team as well. Oh, so they played he like double forward
5: the... Rashid. Yeah, uh, but they. Um, style? I remember him killing. I was like, oh, he's a beast down oh, low. good for you, Rashad. Yeah, look at you. I I remember not, my I'm my. i not crazy. The, the, <laughs> no, no, you're <laughs> not, dude. The <laughs>
4: elder statesman of the show. Of course he knew. I uh, should have never doubted him. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's still sad to see that game seven, though. Dallas 107. That's Portland okay. 95.
5: That game six was one of my best memories as a kid for for going to sports games, man. Seriously, we got nachos for free. I, I faked sick the next day just Heck so yeah. I could like, also tip like, of the, hang out at home. It tip of fun. the
4: cap to the text line because they did also point out that Zebo was in that game. Um, but to bring it back home, yeah, I think I would, at this point, still be a Mavericks fan over being a Blazers fan if I had the choice because, yeah, I just feel like that the hope Cuban can sell me I I'll buy that much more than any hope that the Blazers sell me at this point because quite frankly I bought it for the last thirty years and I'm kind of done.
3: You ever seen Shark Tank? I <laughs> oh, mean <yeah. laughs> the guy knows what he's doing. Have you seen Oops.
4: have you seen the edits on the internet of Shark Tank where I'm it's not. like It's one of these kid investors, because kids have gone on there before, like 10, 15-year-olds, somewhere in that age. (laughs) And they edit these clips to make it seem like the sharks are just, like, ripping this kid apart. They're slamming him, What an idiot! Get the F out of our office! You're stupid! (laughs) You're stupid! (laughs) Wow, you got a lot to learn, kid. Like, it is... Again, the internet, they've done a lot of great things. It's one of the better uh, editing jobs I've ever seen. (laughs) Shout out to
3: the internet. One of the best places ever. (laughs) It cracks me And
4: the worst. But again, Mark Cuban who seems like he is actively caring about the things he invests in and spends his time in, whereas Jody Allen, uh, well, when she's not collecting penguin bones, uh, comes to the games.
3: And you're talking about when you, <laughs> Mark Cuban. You're talking about one of the best owners, not just in basketball, but in sports. Yeah. Name another. A bomber is well, getting his whole shtick from Mark
4: Cuban. I will say that the Mavericks did go through kind of a, you know,
3: it, pr
4: and hr kind of thing a few years ago but
3: uh yeah, yeah. They, they, yeah they, i think they got yeah. over that starts uh, at I top think, you know it does start up top but you know that's a culture one thing about cuban is he's willing to open the pocketbook um he's willing to be vocal he's willing to to, to put a uh, push back against the the brass and, and against the uh um i guess the over the league in, in itself like mark cuban is a type of owner that people want to play for yeah. they want to stay stick around and everything that's why Dirk didn't leave all the time he could have left no nah, i'm gonna stay here and and keep playing for mark cuban
4: and doesn't it make you feel that when luca and him actually get into a room and have these conversations about the team the future and like if there's one owner that i feel like could sell luca on like staying with the team i mean yeah Mark, mark cuban right Absolutely. who's the who's the honestly who's the gm of the mavericks it's mark
3: cuban yeah it's mark
4: has I mean, to me. Come
3: on, you know. There you go. Like you have somebody that's he's Jerry Jones, but better at his job. Like I mean, I can look at the whole picture and say this is working, this is not working. Well, but yes, if I have Luca in the room, bro, I know what this is like. I had a player that was just like you for almost for twenty something years. This can work.
5: And what Cuban did, basically a rags to riches story with the Mavs. They they can lean on their location now. But, you know, even when the Knicks and the Lakers were valuable assets in the NBA and the go-to locations, Dallas wasn't really anything in the late 90s, early 2000s when Mark Cuban bought them. Thank God for hip-hop. Hey, there you go. And it's, it's definitely something to see as far as, you know, an organizational trajectory in 20 years. I'm not sure the Blazers could ever do that. And if I'm looking at my Blazers fandom in a vacuum... You know, yeah, sure, I see, at least in this particular situation, maybe the Blazers trying a little bit harder. Yeah, the Mavs went for Luka, or excuse me, they went for Kyrie to pair with Luka. They missed. At least they tried. My fandom is attached to Dame, and it is slowly going away, so I kind of see where you guys are going. Like, it might be easier to be a Mavs fan right now, because once Dame's gone off this Blazers roster, unless they get one Banyama, I'm not sure how much longer I'm a diehard Blazers fan.
4: I have uh, one last thing before we go to break, because we just made the remark about uh, the general manager of the Mavericks being essentially Mark Cuban. Do you know who the GM for the Mavericks
5: actually is, Jason
4: Kidd? No. Donnie Nelson Jr. still?
5: No. No. That was a while ago.
4: Nico Harrison. Who? Oh. Of
5: Tigard,
2: Oregon,
4: yeah. actually. Yeah. I was looking at the bio, and it uh, turns out uh, he was born in Seattle, but was raised in Spokane and went to Tigard High School. How about that? There you go. Nico Harrison, the pride of Tigard. And he's, uh, you know, got some of the blood on his hands from this Mavericks mess. But that's okay. Hey, listen, you got to start somewhere in this league, okay? He's not getting fired because we know it wasn't him that wanted Kyrie. Three-time first team, all big sky. Nico Harrison, Montana State, baby, let's go. Uh, Worked at Nike as well. Man, Wikipedia, look at this. All right. Uh, what do we got next? Oh, we got some uh, NBA playoffs uh, starting basically this week, I would think. Is, I mean, do they
3: play in? is probably like Thursday, Friday.
4: Yeah, that's what I would think. And but then games start Saturday. I every think. NBA team is in action today. All 30 teams, 15 games. And we'll tell you which ones you should actually care about because (laughs) there's obviously some like with like the Hornets and like the Pistons, obviously, you know, unless you care about draft implications. Well, Let's talk about some playoff seating. What teams have some things uh, at stake that actually matter here next Sports Sunday, 1080 The Fan.
0: You're listening to Sports Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. All right.
4: What's going on? We got uh, uh, Masters is going on. And I believe that the uh, fourth round has just started. We'll get into that. It's been a bit of a mess this weekend. But... NBA playoffs, uh, they're going to start this week, I believe. We were saying, what, Thursday, Friday, playing games? Friday,
5: playing games begin.
4: Cool. So we have every team in action today. And uh, the thing is, we do not need to care about every game. So we are going to tell you what games actually matter as far as uh, seating goes. (laughs) What cracks me up is I have this uh, grid and they do say, like, yeah, the heat magic game matters because the magic, uh, they could get the eleventh, twelfth, or thirteenth seed in the east. It's like, okay, that's that's a stretch. I don't care about where the magic are gonna finish in the east. But this one's interesting. Wolves, pelicans. The pelicans, they could end up anywhere between the fifth seed and the ninth seed today. <laughs> Quite the difference of uh Situations when you're talking about play in games and uh who your matchup is, as far as uh who has the four seed in the west, mm. the Phoenix, that would be Phoenix, so that would be who they would be going up against if they are the fifth seed. You also have um Lakers, they have an interesting situation as well because they could get either the sixth seed or the seventh or eighth seed, so we could be seeing the uh the Lakers in the play in tournament. Or they get that essentially by and then they would face uh, whoever is the three seed. The Kings, I believe, is the team that's locked into the three seed. Shout out to
3: Sacramento. It's still so
4: weird to Hell say that out season. loud. Like, saying the Sacramento Kings are the three seed is just a bizarre, like, dimension that we're in. I-, I feel like it's not real life. I feel like I'm in a fever
3: dream. I feel like it's 2001 all over again. <sighs> Sacramento is good, but I mean, hey, you shout out to the um, Aaron the uh, uh, Fox who has been incredible for this team this year. Sabonis, since he's been in Sacramento, has been just an absolute beast, been an all star yeah. every year since he's been there. I want to talk about a trade uh, going right? And then, all honestly, Mike Brown. This is the first time he's had, in my opinion, a coaching job that it's like I, I can. Bravo. Pat on the back to you because this is a great job with the a great young team.
4: No, it's uh been a fantastic year for them. Uh Clippers and Suns play today. Uh the Suns are locked into their seed I'm pretty sure, but the Clippers could end up with the 5th, 6th or 7th. So both LA teams are kind of on the cusp of playing tournament or having just a spot for a seven game series.
5: Can I lament it something really quickly? I'm glad we're going over all this, Joe, because this is extremely confusing to me. I cannot stand the play in tournament. Oh, like, I'm, this, this i chaos
4: is ridiculous. Well, they me. named the play on uh, the, because the East is set. I'm pretty sure as far as playing teams and who's oh, going to be God. at least seventh, eighth, ninth, 10th. And it's like, when I look at all four of the teams, I'm like, cool. I don't have either one of those winning the NBA finals. What are we doing this for?
5: Well, and I think it started with just the two games or two teams going for the eighth seed. Now we expanded it to down to the 10th seed in both the East and the West. You're telling me that the 10th best team in each conference should be vying for a playoff spot. What did you just say, Joe? What
3: are we doing here? I agree with you. What the hell are we doing? Like Bulls, Raptors, we really believe in them. The only team that I would believe in as far as being able to do something in the playoffs is that Miami team, yeah. That's I mean, it. I, I mean, agree. When you yeah. got Eric Spoelstra a great coach. You but got Jimmy what? Buckets. They're clearly better than the Raptors and Bulls, so they should just be in the playoffs. Yeah, that's I agree. Like I don't. I mean, this is what I don't like about the NBA, and this is why I also hate the idea of the mid-season, end season tournament. It's it's a money grab, and it's yep. for, and that's the only reason. That they're doing this NFL as well. Did, did we really need to expand the playoffs and add one more subpar team so a team can be eight and eight or eight, excuse me nine and eight or whatever and still make the playoffs? No, no that's ridiculous. And
4: like, the NBA, we know that stars make everything. Absolutely. So imagine if after tonight we have again the Lakers and the Warriors in the playing tournament. Because once you have those games happening, everybody's going to love the playing tournament because LeBron and the Lakers and the Warriors. I remember a couple of years ago, it was the Warriors versus the Lakers in a game. And people were going off about, oh, this is amazing seeing this matchup. And I was like, cool. Did either of those teams end up getting out of that round and winning the championship?
3: The, no. The Lakers better hope to God that they don't have to play the Thunder. They better hope that something happens and they don't have to play. Because I think... Oklahoma City them long bodies that they have on that team all of them are like 6-8 and I don't think the Lakers won any part of that OKC team.
5: I think the NBA kind of deked us over a little bit, and it's just given ESPN essentially another reason to talk about LeBron and the Lakers for, (laughs) what, an extra three weeks? Because every time I turn on 3 p.m. ESPN Sports Center, it's like, hey, LeBron, what are you doing? He's going to play. Are the Lakers going to make the playoffs guaranteed? Who
3: cares? They're not going to win the championship. Who cares? Number one scorer of all time. Yeah, people... People care. They give a uh, rip about LeBron and what he does. He's he's must see. Even when he's just on the sidelines, you know, in street clothes, that's where the cameras are.
4: Can I uh can I read you the Blazers injury report for today? Oh, oh yes, geez. please. Yes, please. Justice Winslow out, obviously. Out. Matisse Dybel out. Out. Anthony oh, Simons out. Yusuf Nurkic out. Nazir Little, Damian Lillard, Keon Johnson, Jeremy Grant, and Ibo Baji. Out. Out. Uh, questionable Cam Reddish and Drew Eubanks, probable Trendon Watford, Shaden Sharp, and Kevin Knox. So, I mean, do we have to play this game today? You can just forfeit. I, I feel like that would just be the best thing for all parties involved. We're good. Like, this is this is essentially forfeit. <laughs> we're, we're done
3: here. This is essentially what we're doing. Yeah, we've see, decided, <laughs> yeah, you... we've thrown in the towel and said, you know what? Season's <laughs> over. Season's over three well,
4: weeks ago. Well, uh, honestly, I hope Chauncey is stupid enough to say that out loud. Like Jason Kidd. I hope he says, like, yeah, well, you know, Jody told us to lose today, so uh I'm mean, like, Oh my god, yes, Chauncey's gone.
5: Thank you. I the love Lord. your
3: Chauncey impression.
5: No, this well. is uh this <laughs> is a Marshawn Lynch uh, quote worthy day for the Blazers. I'm just here so I won't get fined. I'm just here fine. so I don't essentially, get essentially right that's why the
3: Blazers are playing this game. Yeah, this uh, is this is silly. So, you know, Root Sports, I want my money back. Fubo, <laughs> I want my money back, bro. This is that's the only reason I bought your, your bum ass app. And now that we're here. I want my money. So, quite frankly, looking at today's matchups, the ones you should
4: really only care about are like Lakers, Clippers, Warriors. Those teams are still jockeying for that fifth, sixth, seventh, all of the spot. teams that
3: if you're in Portland, you freaking hate. hate.
4: Yeah, exactly. So, Boo. yeah, I'm sure the ratings will be through the roof in the Portland DMA today. All right, moving along into the second hour here, uh, Rashad, I want to go Masters because a it's the best golf tournament there is, but. We, we need to talk about Tiger because he withdrew from the Masters today. He made the cut, played yesterday, but he did withdraw from today's tournament for uh, plantar fasciitis. So I do want to talk about him, the Masters in general. It's chaos out there. There's a damn, there's trees falling down. Pet, our pets' heads are falling off. So much to get to about the Masters next on Sports Sunday, hour number 2, 1080, The Fan.